You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Sob here. Excited to be joined by 2013 NLC LA fellow Kimberly Rodriguez is here. One of our favorites. Let's get to it. Kimberly. Yes. Hi, Dizel. Have you have you officially changed your name to Kimberly instead of Kim? No. Can anyone call you Kim anymore? Is that is that not allowed? No, that's people can call me. Friends can call me Kim. I prefer yeah. Kimberly. It's I very like my name. Very professional. It is. Uh, where are you right now? In City Hall somewhere on the west side? Where are you? Yes. I am currently at City Hall looking overlooking Grand Park. Tough life. And how really long have you been at City Hall now? It's been a couple of years, yeah? Yes, it's been um, a great experience and it's been five years for me. Yes. I think what's interesting talking to you is each time we run into each other, there's a different iteration of your job. You've evolved and changed and found new projects. So what's the latest project or initiative or job title that you have? Yes. So I am the data programs lead for the Department of Neighborhood Empowerment. And so they oversee all the neighborhood councils, other things. What are their main uh, things that they are in charge of? Correct. So there's 97 neighborhood councils and we facilitate the conversation between the city and our residents. And we just make sure that we help them navigate any any conversation they need to have with the city. We don't let neighborhood council members or uh, institutions what to tell them what to do, but we help them um, navigate different processes and just make their civic process uh, more engaging and, and fruitful. So I was on the Delray Neighborhood Council for many years, and my last term ended was that June 2014. So since that time, what kind of ways have the city tried to support neighborhood councils with all the different data things that are now available to them? Correct. So we want to, the mission, my job is to support the, the mission of our department by using data to streamline processes and just let our department reach its goals to make it a more diverse and inclusive department and uh, not department internally, but neighborhood councils as a whole. Um, people, as you may know, given that you are part of Delray Neighborhood Council, uh, makeup or the makeup of neighborhood councils tend to be uh, an older crowd, uh, tend to be mostly homeowners, tend to be mostly, uh, you know, demographically uh, not as diverse as they can possibly be. And um, my goal is to just shine light on this for the uh, for the department and support the efforts of, again, making it more inclusive and allow residents to have the tools that they need to solve some of the issues and make sure that boards represent the communities that they they are helping and supporting. So does that translate into supporting election outreach or trying to get different candidates to run? What ways are you actually trying to get a different makeup to some of these boards? Correct. So one of the initiatives currently that I'm leading is the data literacy program. So it's a partnership with a number of departments, one of them being the mayor's office data team and another one being USC's prize school, uh, where we have partnered up where we share our open data portals. So the, the city has an open data portal and uh, we also have the GeoHub, which uh, maps up a lot, maps out a lot of what is the makeup of LA and helps residents, just a regular resident, understand the, the makeup of their community. And USC has a new platform called Neighborhood Data for Social Change. And it basically uses uh, census data, uh, demographic data, to help residents understand uh, the population, uh, how, gender, and uh, race, and allows people to, again, just gain a better grasp of how they can better support their communities. 
So thinking back to my neighborhood council times, the issues that came up the most from from constituents who weren't on the council but would show up to meetings was usually around parking, parking permits, maybe around sidewalk repair, sidewalk curb cuts, and also around development. So with these data tools, with the open data portal, are those very specific type of, of requests and constituent services type things available to be learned and then available to be improved? Or, or what kind of things actually happen if people have access to this data? Correct. So we have a number of issues, as you know, like the neighborhood councils are all made up of a diverse group of folks, but also the communities themselves are very diverse. So each community has its own unique issues. For example, MacArthur Park had an issue with um, beautifying their, their streets and making them cleaner. So we then introduced to them the clean index uh, where they can themselves um, identify the streets based on color coordination, which are the ones that deserve the most need uh, because they were also trying to find out where they can place their their trash cans. So they have invested money. So the part of being part of an organized group in your neighborhood, you also get funding. So $42,000 averaging, depending on if it's an election year or not, the neighborhood council uh, gets receives this funding and money and they, there's a lot of checks and balances that go with this but if it's uh it's mainly targeted for resource resources for community efforts and again so this particular neighborhood council was trying to to beautify and provide a very simple service and make it and have trash cans but they didn't know where to place them so we uh, share this index uh with them or this platform and then they have been able to identify where those trash cans would go and and have been monitoring the success of that project. Well, this would have been nice to have in 2014, Kim. Thanks for thanks for <laughs> waiting till I was gone and then putting out the good stuff. But there's other um, things, just, just like that, um, people wanting to know the makeup of their neighborhood based on active businesses in the area. So in the previous project, we, we, you know, we have to work with sanitation. In this new idea of identifying businesses, we work with the Office of Finance. And every department has a data set or information that can be used to to identify gaps within communities and then pilot them to be um, solutions and, and projects that can help improve them. Nice. When we come back, Kim has a big event coming up I want to hear more about. Thanks for listening to The Zag. Stay tuned. All right, Kim, what's the event coming up? When is it? Where is it happening? What is it? Yes, I'm so excited. Um, I Part of my role within the mayor's office was also being uh, area representative, and it was for South LA. And so we're going back to South LA and um, putting all my organizing policy, innovation, and data skills to work um, through this data literacy program. And so we're hosting our fourth uh, open data community training Wednesday, um, April 25th, from 5 to 7.30 p.m. at Community Coalition. So it's it's a great space to, again, it's a hands-on training. You will learn the basics of our open data portal and also how to use it and how to how it solves your very um, gen, uh, unique neighborhood needs. And how do you get the word out for something like this? I use social media, follow us on Twitter, uh, EmpowerLA, um, at EmpowerLA or through the mayor's office, uh, mayor of L.A., or also we have our, our friends uh, from the Office of Finance and the U.S. Price School um, supporting our efforts. And yeah, social media is a good way of, of promoting our events and also doing targeting research or targeting outreach with our community partners 
So Community Coalition has been a great advocate in supporting um, these efforts. And one of the things I've always liked about you is you're very good at learning things. And I feel like you've learned a lot on the data front in the last <laughs> year or so. Uh, yeah. Is that fair to say? Like, how are you gathering all these skills? Like, what's the way you've really taught yourself a lot of the data pieces that are so integral to the work that you're doing now? Uh, correct. I, I love learning. I enjoy it. And I do it at my own pace. So with work, I try to definitely reach out to folks that know more than I do and uh, ask as many questions as I can and definitely do my work up front or do my homework and do my research, um, but reach out to folks that know their work. And also I attend General Assembly. There's a couple of, of different um, programs or sessions that allow people like myself that are working professionals, full-time working professionals to take classes after work or in the weekends. And I sharpen up my skills doing that type of um, learning on my own. You're very good at watching YouTube videos. I figured that, that too. I learned how to do, um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? A little bit of barbing or do uh, cut hair. Are you and serious? Some, yes. Like cut, hairs on, cut, cut hairs on male humans? Hair. Yeah, yeah, male hair. Well, my boyfriend's hair. <laughs> like, so I'm like his with, barber. <laughs> is he paying you fair rate? Like what's the... Yes, fair equal. Okay. You're doing like with... Clippers or scissors? What's actually happening here? Clippers, scissors. I give them a fade. It's a good deal. I am learning. I'm using my creative side. And it's fun. Yeah, I kind of last the first time was not fun because I think I went too far, but mm. it, it worked out. It worked out. He likes it. That's the sign of a strong relationship, Kim. I like it. Keep it up. Hey, because <laughs> you because you travel around LA so much for your job and see so many different parts of the city, what are the things we should watch for uh, the next year or so in LA? Like what are the big issues? What are things that people might not be paying attention to, but they should be? Um, homelessness is definitely a big issue we should all think about and take part in. Um, and in whatever capacity, I think we all can play a role. Um, becoming civically engaged. Um, elections for neighbor councils are coming up uh, in 2019. And if you have uh, an urge or wanting to get uh, have a positive impact in your community at a very hyper-local level and see rewards, um, the reward of, of um, impacting lives right next door to you. Um, definitely think about running. We need more women to run. We need more young people to run. And we, we need more people of color to, to take on these spaces. I like it. And as somebody who's been on a neighborhood council and wants to run again in 2019, I echo all of Kim's sentiments and we appreciate all the NLC alums who've been on neighborhood councils. And we appreciate Kim for coming on today in her busy schedule in her beautiful city hall office overlooking our, our wonderful city of angels. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zag. We'll have more episodes coming later this week. You can find them in the iTunes store, Google Play store, all over the internets. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you soon.